0: Shalom Aleichem, holy sisters and wonderful brothers, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for coming to learn Torah with us from the holy books, from the amazing books of Torah, wisdom that we've been blessed by Hashem to be able to translate and to distribute to thousands and thousands of people that are thirsty to know the words of Hashem, the will of Hashem, the real intention of Hashem. What Hashem wanted from all of us to do so it's written on the days of creation about the water it's written that Hashem that Hashem made the sky and separated between the water that are under the sky to the water that are above the sky Rabbi Yochanan said on that the Creator took all the water of creation and put Half of them in the sky and half of them in the ocean, and on that the verse is saying, "Peleg Elohim Malemaim." God divided full of water into half. And Rabbi Berishya is saying on that, the water were separate. The, the lower water was separated from the upper water. In crying only while crying. And on that, the verse is saying, The Creator created water, and then He created the sky. And the sky separated the water to half. Upper water and lower water. The upper water are not the physical water that we Are aware of as rain and clouds we are talking about spiritual water and the lower water are all the water that find their way to the ocean means all the water that are inside creation in physicality those are the water those are the lower water now all those water before they became physical They were in complete unity with the upper water, with the spiritual water that are above creation. The sky that we are talking about that is separating the lower water from the upper water is not only the bright blue sky that we're looking at, it's all the heavens, all the sky. So the Sea of Souls as well Is the upper water and our souls that are trapped in physicality are also an aspect of the lower water and therefore the souls are being called crying water tearing water because the separation from our source was so painful that we were not experiencing it in no other way but through crying There is a story um, there is another explanation about that, um, about that separation of the upper water and the lower water. Um, and there are three uh, great sages that are explaining um, on that separation. One of them was Rabia Bao and Rabia Bao said, "It's like a king who bought two slaves. Both of them, both those slaves, are in same power and worth the same um, amount. Like, they, they are equal in power and in quality, and in, in um, at how much they're worth. On one of them, he decreed that he will enjoy in being fed for free, and on the other one he decreed that he will eat only based on his labor. So that one that suffers from labor is sitting and wondering and asking himself, how can it be that both of us are in the same power and equal in our worth and that one is eating for free and I must work for my living. That's how the land was sitting and wondering, saying to itself, the upper worlds and the lower worlds were created at once. How can it be that the heavens are enjoying the light of Hashem, of the Creator, and the lower ones, if they're not putting their heart in labor, they're not eating? I'm wondering. So you see, it's another aspect of the sorrow and pain of creation. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Simon said, It's like a king who bought to himself two female um, maids, both of them equal in their power and equal in their worth. On one, he decreed that she will not move from the palace all her life. She will live in the palace, will have fun. On the other one, he decreed that she will go and wander from one place to the next. All her life she's going and traveling and she has missions and jobs to do. Set that one and wondered, how can it be? Both of us are equal in power and equal in quality, in in worth. That one is not moving from the palace. And on me, the king declared that I will have to be Traveling all the time I'm wondering that is the way that the land was wandering and said how can it be that the upper worlds and the lower worlds were created at once the upper worlds are alive forever and the lower ones are dying And that's why it's written that the world, that the land was wandering. It was a chaos. The word tovavo, the simple explanation is to say chaos on the nature and the look of the land before creation. But Rashi, the holy, righteous uh, commentary on the Bible, um, and on the Torah, is saying on the word Tohu vavo that we translate as chaos, that it was an act of um, wondering, that everyone that would look at the physicality, on physicality, he would not understand what he's seeing. It's not the word chaos, like a mess, oh, there was a big mess over there. No, it was Impossible to understand what's going on. It was never seen before. The world was not exist. Materia was something foreign. It was not exist one hour before. Before of that, everything was spiritual. Everything was bright, was shiny, was clear, was endless. But in that time that Hashem made the land, it was weird. It was a wonder. No one could understand what they see. Rabbi Tanchuma said, to a prince that was sleeping in the crib and his nursing nanny was wondering, how can it be that I will be um, um, supported, be fed by him, by that child? The only reason why she is being paid is because she is nursing the baby. So she is saying, how can it be that I am being fed by him while I am feeding him. How can it be? That was the way that the land was looking and asking, how can it be that I will be blessed because of human beings, like that it's written that the land was cursed for them, and in the future will be blessed for their recovery, for human beings' recovery, How can it be that I will be paid, I will be rewarded for them when they cannot be alive one day without me supplying all the food, all the water, all the vegetables, all the fruits? So we can see that the dividing between the upper worlds to the lower worlds is covered with pain, covered with sorrow covered with great difficulty and challenge for the lower worlds, for us. And we need to be honest with ourselves and not to lie and not to ignore and not to deny the pain that we experience in creation. We must be honest and we must understand that there is a purpose. The Creator is merciful and kind and generous and loving. And He sent us here for a mission the weak and um, and the, the weak soldiers are not being sent behind the enemy lines. The unique and special forces are the ones that are being sent to the most risky and dangerous missions because of their power. Now, when they're coming back home, they're coming wounded they're coming scratched they're coming hurt they're coming with trauma they're not coming joyful and happy like you can uh, mistake to think in reality they're experiencing a lot of harsh difficult hours but by their merit the world exists and people can live and they defend the land and the living. So, exactly the same and in the same way, us that we are here on earth in the last generation, especially on very hard missions, experiencing very hard labor, pain, sorrow, frustration, trauma. We are special forces and we are maintaining light and we're pulling the light of our sender, of our maker, of our creator, onto, behind the enemy lines, behind the walls of separation, into the darkest hours of exile among the nations, among the haters, among the illnesses and sicknesses and plagues, among all challenges of darkness, plagues, all kinds of sorrow, spiritual, emotional, and physical. Into that darkness, we dived in like those special scuba divers that are going to pull out pearls from the depths of the ocean. Those hard workers that going into the deepest mines to to bring out special diamonds and good and precious stones, gold from the bottom of earth. We are those ones that were sent to those dark places to release and set free the spiritual sparks that fell in times of sin and violations. And we are here. And we're in it win it and we're gonna do it in a great way and we are already doing it as long as you're fighting you're winning as long as you see the sword in your hand and you keep on fighting even with your scratches even with your issues even with your pain as long as you're fighting you're winning I want to thank you all for your support thank you for your friendship thank you so so much doris that you are supporting us always thank you so much all of our generous donors thank you so much i'm looking here in the comments for another wonderful supporter where are you hiding in the beginning of this uh, video somewhere where are you here you are elizabeth no wonders Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for your support, for your generosity. I appreciate it greatly. I'm very thankful. The Muna Project is thankful. The public who enjoys the message is very thankful um, to have you and to enjoy your support and your friendship. May Hashem send love and healing and support to everyone, that everyone will wake up to find the light of our Maker. Within, within you, it's your soul that is shining. And may the light spread and heal the world in the most wonderful and beautiful way. Amen.